Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. All right, it's getting to that time of year, guys. It's already time for six-month portfolio reviews with all of my clients. With every single person that I work with, I always make sure that we get together at least twice a year so that we can go over uh, your portfolio performance, any major changes we might have made to the investment lineup, what we see going forward, making sure there's no big changes to your overall plan, and just recapping on everything. Uh, The meeting towards the end of the year, we always go over contributions to accounts as well, where, where we are putting the money, readdressing why we're funding certain accounts and all that fun stuff. And there's a common theme that we talk about a lot with you guys here on the podcast as well, uh, but with my personal clients also. Uh, However, something, it's, it's really, really important. So it's not only making and investing money, but physically keeping it and not paying too much in taxes. Obviously, we don't want to do anything illegal here. Tax evasion, that's illegal. But tax avoidance. I'm all about tax avoidance. (laughs) So if you've been listening for a while, you already know that I am 100% all about using Roth investment vehicles. And it's almost unfair how powerful a Roth investment can be. Literally to the point where I was going through a financial plan with a new potential client yesterday afternoon, and I told her that we should look at doing some Roth conversions on her current account. And I explained to her how it worked and the benefits of it long-term, And I'm not kidding you. She looked at me with like super wide eyes as if I was messing around with her. And she said, we can do that. (laughs) She said, I wish I would have known this sooner and done this earlier on. I had absolutely no idea. And I feel like I've talked about this a lot on the podcast in the past, but I haven't readdressed it in a while. And after that conversation, I was thinking to myself, you know, we probably need to go over this again because I'm sure that there's someone out there that might hear this for the first time and be thankful. But worst case, you already know some of these ideas and you can get a quick refresher and a reminder to make sure that you are implementing them within your own investing life. So let's start with the basics. What is a Roth versus traditional investment account? Any traditional retirement investment account, whether it's a traditional IRA, 401k, 403b, 457, SEP IRA, doesn't matter. All that matters is that it's a traditional retirement account. So what this means is that all of your money you put into this account on an annual basis will lower your taxable income for that year. So let's just say you make $100,000 per year, you put $10,000 into your traditional 401k, then you're only going to be paying taxes on $90,000 of income. Pretty cool, right? Most people hear this and they say, 
Heck yeah, I can save on my taxes this year. It's gonna put more money into my pocket. I can use that to go on vacation, do something fun and have a lifestyle increase because not only am I investing for my future, but I'm also saving money. It's a win-win, which is true if you're only looking at your life on a year-by-year basis, not for what happens 10, 20, maybe 30 years down the road. With the traditional investment, you're getting your taxable income lower during the current year, but when you pull the money out, you're going to be paying taxes at that time. Trust me, the government's not gonna let you never pay taxes on that money. They even force required minimum distributions at age 73 to make sure that you pull the money out so that they can get their hands on it and get their taxes. You're just deferring the inevitable, which is not a bad thing. It's not like it's a bad thing to use traditional investments. I just think that there's something better. And one thing that I wanna step in and point out really quickly is that remember, we can put whatever we want inside of these traditional or Roth investments. This is just the vehicle that's taking you down the road. Sometimes people get mixed up and say, oh, well, won't I get a better rate of return in my Roth than I will in my traditional? The strict rate of return, that completely depends on what we put inside of these vehicles. This is just the vehicle taking us to retirement. So I wanted to point that out really quickly. But let's flip the script here and let's talk about Roth investments. Again, doesn't matter if it's a Roth IRA, 401k, whatever it is, as long as it is a Roth retirement investment. This means that you put money into the account that you have already paid taxes on. And then as your account grows, you're never going to pay taxes ever again. Now, why is this so powerful? So just for easy numbers, let's say you invest $1,000 into a Roth IRA. And over time, that money turns into $10,000. In this case, by using a Roth, we would have paid taxes on the original $1,000 that you put in. And then you would have gotten the $9,000 of growth, 100% tax free, where with the traditional IRA, you would have not paid taxes on the initial $1,000 investment, but then you pay taxes on the $9,000 of growth later on when you pull that out of the account. Now, let's multiply that $9,000 of growth by 100 or 1,000 or 10,000 and think about the tax-free income you could generate off of that from your Roth investing. That's why it's so crazy what you can do. So here's another, another spot that people end up getting tripped up. Yeah, Hunter, I love the idea of using a Roth, but my wife and I, we make $500,000 per year. I make way too much money to use it. So this one comes across a lot with my clients because in 2023, if you make more than $228,000 per year, if you are married, you cannot use a Roth IRA, at least in the normal manner. So first place to start is looking at what your employer offers because with employer-sponsored plans like 401ks and such, There are no income limits on the Roth option. You could make $10 million a year and still max out Roth 401ks at $22,500 per person if you are under 50 years old. If you're over 50, you can actually put in more. So between you and your spouse, that's $45,000 right there that you can get growing tax-free. Then let's move over to the Roth IRA. Hunter, again, I'm over that $228,000 income limit. We can't use it. Well, you can using a back door strategy. And without getting too far into the weeds here, basically you you can fund a traditional IRA without making the tax deduction and then convert that money to a Roth IRA because there are no income limits on funding a traditional IRA without taking the deduction. And you can do this exact same conversion with dollars that have even been in traditional investments for a long time. So let's say you've got $500,000 in a traditional IRA. We could take any amount we want, call it $25,000 per year. 
and we can convert those into Roth dollars. So we will take the tax hit now and then allow that money to grow tax free moving forward. So when does this make sense then to potentially do a conversion? Well, number one, of course, if you have the ability to absorb that tax hit now, we wanna make sure that you have enough discretionary income to cover that tax liability. And also we don't wanna create such a large tax burden and push you up into a new tax bracket. But also the longer you're able to let the money sit, the better off it's going to be in a Roth account because the more and more that it grows and ends up saving you on taxes. So overall, that's just one strategy that I look at with my clients because it really helps not only make money, but it helps make sure that you're keeping the money that you make. Again, no tax evasion around here. It's all about tax avoidance. <laughs> that's the name of the game. So I just wanted to readdress some of those principles on how Roth versus traditional investments work and how the backdoor and Roth conversion process works as well, because maybe it makes sense in your personal life and you just needed a little bit of a reminder or even just the initial idea to be brought up for you. So I hope that helps. And if I can ever help you with your own financial journey, you can always go to hunterlowry.com. You can book a one-on-one -on -one discovery call with myself right on my personal calendar there. We'll spend 20 or 30 minutes talking about your goals and making sure that you are set up correctly to reach those goals in the most efficient manner. All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in. It's a great day to have a great day, guys. Take care.